Monday night, May 6th at the Hyatt Regency in San Francisco. You're invited to join athletes and celebs at the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame Enshrinement Dinner. Be there to celebrate this year's class featuring Olympic swimmer Jenny Thompson, San Jose Earthquakes legend Chris Wondolowski, Niners Super Bowl hero John Taylor, Sharks icon Patrick Marlowe, and the architect of the Giants dynasty, Brian Sabian. Be a part of this star-studded evening benefiting Special Olympics Northern California. To purchase tickets, visit Bayshoff.org. That's B-A-S-H-O-F.org. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Remenda. It's time for the Morning Skate. We are at Sharks Ice at San Jose, and yes, it's another Pacific Division game, the San Jose Sharks and the Anaheim Ducks. And the hottest player, Drew Remenda, in the entire National Hockey League is Eric Carlson. He's been amazing. Yeah, I mean, last year he started out hot and then faded. This year he's starting out hot again, but there seems to be a different attitude with Eric. There seems to be a different uh, outlook, enthusiasm, excitement for the game, determination uh, that he has now. When he talked to us the other day about, you know, this team's got to play to win. They're not playing to compete. They're not playing to be respected. He certainly is trying to lead the way in that regard as being a guy that's competing and committed to trying to get this team to win. I don't know, what, what do you think? I think there's just a more, there's a different joy to his game. I keep going back to the Toronto game. When he and Logan Couture were sitting on the bench after the game, they were both named stars of the game by yours truly. <laughs> and they were talking to each other in a way that the, the, the body language was different. He, he was happy, he was engaged. He, yeah. Logan was, was making jokes with them. They, they, they were enjoying themselves. And to me, that's the biggest difference. And that tells me that there's a lot of things that, that are just settled yeah. as far as his life is concerned. Let's face it, it's been three years of injuries and rehab and dealing with a move of his family from Ottawa to California and everything else that's gone on with that. I really think it's taken him a while to get to, to get acclimated, and I think he feels like it's home now. Yeah, I think there's a determination to him now that I, we saw back in the days when he was in Ottawa. I think there's more, there's more of a, uh, we're going to get this done, and he wants to be part of it. The question is, what in the knick-knack, paddy-whack, give-a-dog-a-bone is going on? Because the Sharks have played pretty well in this homestand. They've had really good games. They gave one away. They didn't deserve to win against Vegas. No. Now, they could have won the game, but they didn't deserve it. Okay, so that's one. They had a great game against Toronto. Fantastic. They had a really great game against Tampa Bay, but the Lightning made that one play at the end of the game. Now you got this, uh, you know, Anaheim. That was not a great game to start. Good finish, but again, shootout. And the last game, Carter Verhage has a puck size of space and he puts the puck right there, right guy for the wrong team at the wrong time to give them a chance. And then uh, here we go with, with the shootout and the Sharks, for whatever reason, can't find a way to, to win the shootout. What are your thoughts on what, what's going on? Their margin of error is pretty much zip. James Reimer last game wasn't very good. I thought the goals, the two goals that he led in especially, the last, the second and third, I thought he played them terribly. And you could tell by his body language going off the ice, he thought so too. Um, individual mistakes lead to um, goals against. 
and we've seen that in this in this homestand. This is this should be a team that's three three one on one in this homestand. They should be, but in the words of the great Clint Eastwood, deserves got nothing to do with it. Now they're one two and two. Exactly. So they have to play a game that is not perfect, but as close to perfect as you can get, because no perfect exists in the National Hockey League. And they can't have turnovers that lead to goals. They can't have missed assignments that lead to goals. They can't um, have a goaltender have an off night. That's just, this. the margin for error for this club is very small. There's, I agree with David Quinn and the coaching staff that there are some good things happening. There are, you can see progress with this club from October to November. We talked about this, Danny, on game one. This is gonna be a different team in November that they were in October, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But now you gotta start putting that progress into the W category. Well, no, and the problem is, according to the great Pete Stemkowski, it's still <laughs> early, but they better hurry up before it's too late. Exactly. I mean, that, that's one of the greatest <laughs> phrases I've ever heard in hockey. Exactly. It was a, we gotta come up with a Stemmerism book one of these days. There's a whole book, trust me. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, when you look at it, I mean, this, this team has to, um, they've gotta get, top-level performances from their top guys and earlier in the year that wasn't happening. But now they're getting it. Right, exactly. What I'm liking about, say, Hurdles Line, who you know I was not too keen on in this first month, they're understanding that they can work and should work below the tops of the circles. Tomas Hurdle protects the puck as well as anybody. Since Yager. Nah, since Thornton. All right. Steve. Fair enough. Um, if, like if you look at if you look at the way that, that he protects the puck, he's a big body. I was just sticking with the check. Yeah, I, I know you were. I know you were. But uh, I look at him and I look at his play behind the net, b b below the goal line. He's very good at that. Um, Alexander Barabanov, if he uses his quickness and holds on to the puck on entries and works down low and gets in the open, he, he supports that play really well. And Timo should get in a position where he can shoot every chance he gets, and he has been doing that. So they're good down below the goal line. Um, um, the change up, you know, when you look at, say, the, the third and fourth lines, they've been great. I'd like to see the defense continue to be aggressive, but I'd like to see Mario Ferraro to be, be better. I'd like to see him um, be aggressive, yet smart in his position. I didn't notice what happened to Mark Edward Vlasic. He didn't play at all in the yeah, third period. And all of a sudden they were down to 5D, and you know how the, you get through the game. It didn't look like there was anything blatant, but I guess David Quinn said yesterday that he expected him to be ready to go and that he was going to be okay. So you go figure. Yeah, who knows? I mean, when, when then, you know how the game is, there's so much going on. But the, the D have been good. Not great, but good. So again, there's progress, but this is a team that has to understand that they can't make gigantic errors. They can't make errors that lead to great chances and rebound chances, et cetera, et cetera. What I'd like to see them do against Anaheim tonight is make sure they take care of their plays away from the puck. I know I say it a lot, but checking, defending the lines, not spending a lot of time in their zone will go a long way into beating Anaheim. It's going to be an interesting one. And, and uh, here's a little side thing that has nothing to do with hockey, but it's really kind of cool. I don't know a lot of people know this, but Luke Cunning has juvenile diabetes. And he deals with that every single day. When he was in Nashville, 
He worked with JDRF, the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. He would uh, welcome people to the game, and not only would he give them tickets to the game, but he would actually spend time with them. And he's starting to do that at tonight's game. They're going to officially announce it. We're going to have something on in our broadcast tonight with Luke and with uh, somebody from JDRF that, uh, that talks about that. But uh, it's kind of cool that, that he's taking the initiative, kind of interesting, right after he got thrown out of the game for a match penalty. But uh, he's going to be welcoming families that have these problems and give them a, an idea that there's hope, there's something you can, you can work for. A lot of little things like that are going on. Tomorrow, the Sharks are going to have their annual event with the Special Olympics. I talked to Logan Couture about that. He's really excited about it. I think these are great things that the Sharks are also doing in the community. I think you have to have your team out in the community. It's got to be something where you don't, where the guys are passionate about it. Like you just talk about Luke and, and Logan, which we know they are. You have to show the community that there's more to you than just being the guy on the ice. You have to be showing if you're going to live here and, and be here and, and do these things. And hockey players are so great about it. And what I love about hockey players and hockey teams is they don't advertise it. They don't, they don't do the photo shoots and everything else. They actually care about their, about their issues and, and all the issues that, that they get involved with. So, you know, you and I have been with the San Jose Sharks for a long, long time. We've seen a lot of good guys come and go, and we've seen a lot of good guys be involved in the community. And I'm great to see that this... this like Logan and this group are doing the same thing. Good on all of them, and I hope it, uh, hope it turns out wonderful for everybody that gets involved. It's going to be without question of a doubt. Just great leadership shown by the Sharks organization and the Sharks Foundation. And by the way, tonight is Los Tiburones Night, which is presented by Milagro Tequila, which means that our good friends Jesus Sarate and Amaury P. Gonzalez will be broadcasting the game in Spanish. You can flip back and forth on that on the Sharks Plus SAP Center app presented by Western Digital, and it'll be on the SAP channel as well on our television broadcast. Lots of great things happening. Big game tonight against the Ducks. That's it for our Morning Skate. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.